Bryce and Ren and Corey in the house, episode number 23. Today we'll be discussing season two, episode two of Corey in the house titled Through the Roof. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast uh, and with me as always to break down this episode directed by one Rondell Sheridan is Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? Bryce, it's going great. It's a beautiful day today. How are you? That's, we should write a song about that. What? No! Man, you're so annoying sometimes. You know that. You I'm out. Bye. Enjoy hey. the podcast, by the way. Hey, I'm I'm sorry uh that I was so annoying. And you should be sorry that you get confused about colors. Bryce, I'm glad we could make up. And see. and no one was hurt. What a stupid episode. Uh <laughs> yeah, I feel... what, a, what a dumb, dumb episode. <laughs> like did the writers take the week off was this were they pre-striking the writers strike this is what convinced them to strike Mm -hmm. writing this episode i i don't know what happened here i they started the episode there wasn't much going for it at the beginning but by the third act there was even less going for it than there was in the first act like Corey in the house goes for low-hanging fruit as far as sitcom tropes mm-hmm. go but this is probably the laziest it's ever been yeah it's, so uncreative i i think about um you know like rising action climax falling action uh like resolution like just thinking thinking about those basic storytelling um in, like key elements they're gone they're not here i don't, i don't know where they are uh, but they did not show up in this episode whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it, but I'm not going to be kind to this episode whatsoever. No, I can't imagine I will be either. Uh, so, so before we do that, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Okay. Uh, Ren, your hidden talent uh, <laughs> of making comics. Who knew? These were right? so good. Thank you. Yeah, so, uh, so listeners, for those who are unaware, uh, because we are uh, recording this episode uh, a few days later, uh, I was not feeling well on Sunday, so I asked if we could push it out to, to Wednesday. Um, Ren said, yes, uh, that is fine, but I still want to put out some content, so I'll, I'll go ahead and get inspired by the, the news clippings. <laughs> and... Uh, so someone commented. Uh, I think Nicole had shared s- something about it, and then yeah, uh, someone commented on it uh, that uh, this sounds like something that potentially like a serial killer would would say. What? Uh, Where? Which one? I don't know if it was a serial killer. I might be. That might not be what it was. But it is was like a, it was a threat. Thing? Sorry, that was that was uh, an over exaggeration on my part. Oh I right, said, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I know the comment. They said uh, that it perhaps sounded like a threat. Um, <laughs> And I had no clue. I was like, this is going to be the greatest mystery of all time is what, what is Ren going to produce? <laughs> and it was three very, very awesome and 
thoughtful and well-designed comic strips uh, influenced well, co- in th- what, Cory in the House is influenced by them. Is that what we're going with? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Peanuts strip uh, would later inspire Cory in the House. Okay. The Family Circus strip uh-huh. is an in-universe propaganda political cartoon about the Martinez administration. Yes. The uh, the New York Times strip, just a little uh, that that's that exists in our universe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I uh, so I thought they were great, and what I'm now thinking is, had had the Coin the House writers d- directly opened up the the comic section of their <laughs> newspaper and just ripped. Uh, comic strips and direct lines and put them into their episodes the show might be that much better (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm thinking uh instead i think maybe they did that but i think maybe they act they didn't include the full comic strip i I think maybe they only included like the first half so there's Uh, no yeah their reading comprehension only lasts for a bubble yeah (laughs) they can take in the pictures but not much else (laughs) Uh, uh, but no, I thought they were so good, Ren. And uh, if you are, if you're listening, you have not checked them out. Check out uh, they're on our Facebook page. Check them out because uh, I thought they were really they were smart. They were funny. They were so, a bunch of fun to draw. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They also had me thinking about the idea, and it it lasted for about a second, and then I thought about the logistics that I don't want to do. Um, <laughs> and so the idea was gone just like that. But like the idea of a of us putting out like a monthly newsletter or something like that. <laughs> Just the to keep Corey. People... Yeah, all about all about Corey um, or whatever projects we're working on, whatever it's gonna look like. Um, and I was like, yeah, we can like send that out. We can do like a little comic, maybe like a word search that we can put together. Um, and the links to the podcast that like have been done recently put that out every month uh, but then i was like no one wants that in their email so we don't know that you're right you're right but it's so uh i was like maybe do we do it old-fashioned where if people care that much they like send me a message and then we'll like i'll print out and mail them um <laughs> the the Corey the house. Yes, let's do this as old-fashioned as humanly possible. Well, and we'll we'll backdate the uh, newsletters. Okay, it should. Um, because the other thing is, so I'm I'm okay with doing this. I think it's a really funny idea. In terms of like collecting people's information, I don't know how comfortable people are sending like filling out a Google form with their name and their address. You just um, have to bite the bullet on that one. Yeah, so it's we'll leave it up to them. Do they want the info or not? Uh, and if they do then then we'll put it together so yeah if i I mean i would do it monthly it's not something i can commit to every week but uh i I would do i would do monthly and like a single page of content (laughs) so i think it would be funny so maybe i'll throw up a google form for it and um you know maybe we can aim to do like a, a may newsletter uh it's good okay that's what i have for housekeeping those are the 
the corny thoughts that crossed my mind this week. Uh, you ready to talk about this episode? Bryce, I'm ready to dive in. Uh, or dive up. Dive up. Dive up. We're in or we'll get into it. <laughs> Corey through the roof. All right. Uh, we opened with DC3 rocking out. They are singing uh, one of their hits, These Days Are Gone. And they're playing at Newt's house. I want to be very clear about this setting. Because what I'm about to say does not make much sense. <laughs> they're, pl- <laughs> uh, they're playing in Newt's house in his garage setup where they often play music on Newt's private property. And then Alexander comes in of the library. Ren, what is he doing here? Bryce, he's here to, you know, in like uh, movies when a mobster sends his goons out to cause some trouble. Yes. Like break an arm or two. Mm -hmm. Alexander has taken it upon himself to be that goon. But he's threatening them. (laughs) That's that's right, Bryce. Uh, (laughs) The owner of the library has presumably broken into the home of two state senators. Yes. To threaten their children. Um and say so he alexander's concern is that uh dc3 they uh cory's like we rock like uh because he's alexander's threatening to hire another band cory's like but we rock and alexander's like that's the problem you rock the same four songs over and over and over and over uh unreasonable to expect that the band you listen to every week play more than (laughs) the same four songs so i i so here's the thing they're not because you you said the band that you listen to every week as far as i understand it they're not playing the library every week well bryce they're semi-regular alternate fill in house band yeah so they're playing what once every two months maybe right, what let's do def- what is semi-regular you know let's define that okay so let's break it down semi-regular semi two right semicircle is like half so if it's regular <laughs> all right so what <laughs> what <laughs> i all right i tried looking up what's a regular amount of time but i'm just getting the length of menstrual cycles so okay that's not on? yeah not gonna <laughs> fit up <laughs> um all right, I was going to throw out that there, if we're saying semi-regular, that it's going to be half of a regular amount of time. Uh, if we're using regular, um, let's say every three weeks. I would say six weeks is a regular amount of time. You'd say six weeks is a regular amount of time? Yeah. So a, so a band that plays in the library every six weeks is a regular? <laughs> Okay, no, I guess it would be the opposite. It would be doubled, right? If it was semi-regular, it would be like... Because regular would be more frequent. So maybe... All right, uh, maybe regular feels like they should be a weekly, you know? Yes. So, so maybe ev- they're semi-regular. So maybe they're... Every- they're semi-regular weeks. alternate. So maybe yes. they're scheduled to play every other week if someone can't play. Yes, which I don't think happens very often. 
leading me to believe that they have performed at the library three times. The three times we've seen them? Yes. Those have been the three times. So what Alexander is doing right now is even more inappropriate. Correct. In that he's telling them that they need to make another song because they only have the same four songs over and over and over and over. Um, and uh, as if that's not enough, also, um, Alexander, because he threatens to fire them, um, he's going to go tan by Newt's pool if anyone needs him. While they, DC3 is left to their own devices to create a song by the end of the day. And they allow it. Yeah, they're like, oh, this, this is what we have to do. Um, well, they, they, they is relative here um, because Newt and Corey realize this is what they have to do. But Mina has to go do a B-plot. They can't commit Mina into this as well. Um, is this also like uh, revenge on, on Alexander's part because... You know, when it comes to DC3 in the library, Corey did beat someone's head uh, aggressively. Newt has mocked Alexander openly and heckled him. And then also they've been responsible for bringing stolen, supposedly stolen gold from the treasury into the library. Alexander woke up this morning, put on his finest sailor boy swimsuit. Yeah. Decided he would terrorize DC3 once and for all. So did he think that this was going to do them in? If nothing else, he'd get a tan out of it. Yeah, sure. Um, so then we get to our credits, our intro. And I, I don't think we've talked about her. We've seen her a few times, but uh, I want to talk about the actress who plays one Tanisha. You chose Tanisha for this episode. Yeah, I mean, we've talked... Either Tanisha or Haley was really the only other one who we'd talk about. I thought you would choose Haley. Yeah, well, I, I think we might see Haley again. All right. I think that we're going to see her. And I mean, we'll see Tanisha again as well. But um, I felt like since her time is, is coming up and she's going to be more prominently featured here in season two, I want to talk about her a little bit more. All right, let's set her up. All right, let's start with how many Instagram followers do you think she has? <laughs> All right. I'm going to guess. Hmm. Damn. All right. 28,000. Oh, so she is at a surprising 186,000 followers. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know for what, because based on her IMDb, she, she did Corey in the house. Mm -hmm. She was in three episodes of, Okay, so she did Corey in the house. She did a voice in the movie Bride Wars. Uh, are you familiar with that movie? I'm not. Not whatsoever. Um, really basic premise of uh, two best friends have their eyes set on getting like married at the same venue. And uh, then they fight. Hey, that's kind of like tonight's episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, pretty much so. Tanisha's been involved in two Bride Wars. Uh, so she is a voice in that movie. It is a live action movie, so I don't know what her voice is involved in. That's in 2009. She voices an animated dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, I'm, I've seen the movie, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
but I don't, yeah. And I don't know what, what that is. And then seven years pass and she doesn't do a single thing. She's now back. She's in three episodes of Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, she was in a TV series, uh, Wu-Tang, an American Saga. All right. And I think, I want to say that's probably her biggest thing. Sounds uh, like it. Where she was supposedly in the whole series as someone named Shuri Diggs. And then some, uh, I think it's an indie film called Arch Enemy. Uh, Max Fist claims to be a hero from another dimension who fell through time and space. I don't buy that for a second. No. So, uh, and she she is one of like the top cast in it. So I want to say that's probably her biggest thing, but she really did not do much after Corey in the house and she deleted her Twitter. Do you think she was canceled? Uh, I, d- I don't think she was canceled because she's still thriving on Instagram. Why don't we invite her on the show and just ask her a bunch of questions about cancel culture and see what happens? Yeah, uh, I think that's that's a great idea. That's the only way to find out if she has if she herself has been canceled is if we ask her all these questions about cancel culture, and then if she knows about it, we can assume the only reason she knows about it is because she has been canceled. That's right. We can trick her into canceling herself on the show. Wow, genius! Right, we're coming for you, Tanisha. <laughs> Uh, and then, the, like, her IMDb profile is nothing. It's just, she's an actress known for these four things, and that's it. So, not much to her. But do you like her in Corey in the House? She has a very... She's like a little bully kid. Yeah. So well, very so, Angelica Pickles. It is very Angelica Pickles. And I hated her character in this episode because the last time we saw her character I felt like we were finally starting to break some ground it was like (laughs) oh Tanisha's learning she's gonna not be a terrible person and then we see her in this episode and now she's she is best friends with Sophie now so that friendship has been mended but Sophie is now also a terrible person with Tanisha it's uh the curse of the sunshine girls yes yep all right, let's get back into this episode. Um, next scene. Corey is the only one who cares about this band getting big. Um, the nerve Corey reminds, of Alexander. What'd you say? The nerve of that Alexander. I know. Can you believe it? Set like doing this to DC three. But he's all part of the plan. Ren. Remember the plan. Do you remember it? Nights and weekends and free texting. <laughs> if any, like, if any joke is gonna make the show seem dated, that's really the first one that has made me say, "Wow, this was so 2008 of them." And the fact that Corey doesn't get free texting. Yeah, Corey's like, "You have free texting." Uh, I know. I mean, to be fair, if I recall, uh, I did not have free texting, but. I didn't have unlimited texting for a while. I had uh, like 360 messages or something. I don't know what the number was, but I had a limited amount. So, um, yeah, when did texting go free? Good question. 
Or like, I mean, I, I know that it was like arbitrarily charged for in the first place, yeah. right? There was no real reason why companies needed to charge for it. But all of a sudden they were just like, yeah, everyone can have it. I have no clue. If we lived in a world where texting was not free still, would things be different? They would be. We'd still have to use uh, like a letter animals. Letter animals, Ren? What? You know, like a, a carrier weasel. Okay, sure. Yes, because those are free. Like, if you can catch one. If you <laughs> train it and feed it and get a cage. It's not free, Ren. The best things in life are free, Bryce. So you're, I, would, I mean, I would rather pay 10 cents for a text message than capture and train a weasel. Well, this is a different world you're envisioning. The culture yes. is different. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we get this joke about texting. Um, the goal, the, the plan that Corey's referring to is for DC3 to blow up Shalate. Oh, sorry, to blow up Shalate. We're getting blow up Shalate again. Is this a season theme? It's the arc. I thought it was going to be the girlfriend thing from last week. That doesn't blow up Shuate. No. Instead, we're getting Corey obsessed with blow up Shuating again. Uh, which really shows us that the writers were running on empty. They were like, what's that word that we used that was not even that funny last week? Let's use it again. Um, yeah, Mina leaves. <laughs> She's not going to stay and write a song to save DC3. And... She's going to go to, she has to go help Sophie and the Sunshine Girls with first aid training. So the Sunshine Girls are like this universe's Girl Scouts. And uh, Mina doesn't want to blow them off. So now it's just Corey and Newt. And they sit down to write, uh, to try to write a song. And they're struggling. Ren, I don't think Corey's ever seen a piece of paper. Right, what makes you say that? Uh, Corey, at the end of this scene... So they're staring at the paper. They don't know what to say. Corey says, uh, this thing's got more lines on... I'm uh, oh, sorry. There's more lines on this than the highway. I'm sorry. Is that an incorrect statement? <laughs> How many lines do you think the, the no, highway has, Bryce? It's, it's a correct statement <laughs> to say. But I the way Corey says it makes me think... So he says this, right? He doesn't say more lines on like this paper he's just like more lines on this than the highway um i don't know he's really thrown off by just what a piece of paper looks like Corey's only ever used computer paper before that has no lines on it all like all his notebooks his dad would just shove a ream of computer paper like in like in between binders mm-hmm. <laughs> just hand it to Corey. this is your notebook mm-hmm. and then uh they can't think of a song, so they decide to play basketball instead. So, all right, let's. I want to just stop here. After this first scene, we end with Corey and Newt playing basketball. Rand, what does it seem like is going to happen to Corey and Newt? What's going to be their like episode arc, if we had to guess, just based on this? They're going to spend so much time goofing off that they're going to have to scramble together a song that'll be a complete disaster. And when they play it for Mina and Alexander... It'll just yep. be a whole big mess and they'll have egg on their face. Yep. And uh, it'll be like, what did you do all day? Well, we played basketball. We did this. We did that. We procrastinated. 
Oh, well, you shouldn't have procrastinated if you cared so much about the plan. There's our episode. Ah, oh, doesn't happen. Isn't it great that we can say it's a still a beautiful day after this episode? <laughs> stupid message. Yeah, I think it's lovely that we can what, say what it's a beautiful day. Stupid message. That's not, that's not the message. The message is when your friend's head go through, goes through a ceiling, you can still write a song with your feet. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We don't want to jump ahead here, right? Uh, all right. We're introduced to the Sunshine Girls. Uh, we've already said Sophie, Tanisha, they're back in action. They do have a new friend, Haley. Uh, she's the newt of their group, right? Like, I guess they wanted to give uh, Sophie her own little trio. Yeah, and they did. So they gave her Haley, who Haley's whole thing is she doesn't want to learn. Haley's unmotivated, lazy, just yeah. doesn't want to be there. Um, Mina shows up in her sunshine girl outfit. Mina, uh, they're all like, oh, your badges look weird. They're all yak based, we learn. That's right. Uh, she's got yak herding, mm-hmm. yak milking, yak shaving, mm-hmm. and yakety yakking. In Bahavia, is it a career to take care of yaks? Or is it just something that the the society does? It's a way of life. Yeah. So, like, you have people who are both, like, uh, like bankers and farmers. You know, like, uh, bank while you yak. Yeah. Or like, and then, like, entertainers who are also, like, yak herders, like, I, I like this idea of just um, the yak thing is just that's part of the culture. Everyone is always doing something for their yaks, for the, the community yaks. I think we're really on to something here. Yeah. Uh, well, imagine if that's if like that's that's how the U.S. was structured. Not necessarily yaks, but if we all came home after like working or like got done working and we went and we took care of the plants for a couple of hours doesn't that sound nice (laughs) (laughs) what do you think red It's good. You like that idea? I like that idea. <laughs> What's up? Bryce. Yeah. Do you think Mina should have been able to control this room of children heckling her? Uh, I think that she should have been able to be in charge of it, yeah. But she was afraid of them. She didn't want to cross Sophie. I mean, to be fair, Tanisha came gunning at her right away. Yes. Yes. She was not, not polite to her. They uh, give her, they tell her it's nap time. And Mina's like, what do you mean it's nap time? And uh, they give her uh, like a mat and a pillow and they tell her to go take a nap because they're going to go party and they don't want to learn first aid. They just want to have the badges given to them afterwards. How many times do you think they've done this before? I don't think this is the first it's definitely I, it can't be the first they've scammed a lot of people out of uh sunshine girl badges 
Um, they probably did to Victor. Victor had like a weird interaction with them for a brief second. Yeah, that's right. Poor Victor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing he got to do in this episode was deliver ham and cheese. Uh, croque monsieur. Yeah. Croque what? Is what Haley says. She's really scared. Um, Alright, so that's that. We get that like B-plot set up that the Sunshine Girls don't want to do uh, first aid. They just want to get the badge. They don't want Mina to teach. They just want to get the badge. Uh, and we cut back to Corey and Newt. They played basketball for an hour. With a little basketball, too. One hour. Like, that could entertain me for maybe 30 seconds max. It's May- too- they're really good friends. It's yeah, it's, it's a little <laughs> they uh they sit down to write again. And then they try soccer instead. This is actually where Apple got the idea for Ted Lazo. Oh, they watched this and they were like, "Oh, that's like the soccer scene in Cory in the House is really good. We should do a, a series about soccer." Um Corey and Newt kick the, the little basketball as a soccer ball for about uh, five seconds, and then they kick each other in the shins, and they sit down. Then we get a time lapse of them thinking and pacing. Uh, they laugh. They cry. We get, like, a Sims music montage. Yeah. Uh, their crying was not good. It's, uh, you know, some fake sobbing. Yeah, like, I... Not that I expect it to be, like, really, really good sudden tears, but it's not even like they had to fake it for the scene. It was a jump cut. Like, I'm just surprised that, as actors, they weren't able to even, like, splash some water on their face and look sad. They don't have water in the budget. Yeah. Writer's strike. No, like, they they literally had to tell us that they were crying um, for us to know that that's what was happening. Otherwise, I just thought they were still laughing. Uh, and then Corey suggests, all right, let's work on our own. Newt, you go write the music. I'm going to write the lyrics. Good idea. Mina's always there to keep them focused, Bryce. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're I just know. setting themselves up for disaster. They are. Uh, and if they split up, I mean, I, I liked this plan. I thought Corey was on the right path here. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's each do our own thing. And Corey is thinking, he's like, oh, wait, that actually works. He goes to write it down, but right before he does, Newt uh, plays a riff on the guitar, and it distracts Corey, and now Corey is mad. Calls Newt annoying. Was that nice of Corey? (laughs) No. No, it wasn't. No. So... We now move into kind of the second part of this episode. We're supposed to believe that Newt and Corey are fighting. But my main thing with this, Ren, is that Corey and Newt are not fighting. Corey's being mean to Newt. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not a fight. Corey just openly insulted Newt. uh, They settle it uh, how any two friends settle any dispute. By getting on the turbo trotter. By on the... <laughs> yeah, so Corey's Corey's annoyed with Newt. 
because they're gonna um there goes the blow up situation plan um cory's like you're annoying newt says well i think that blow up a uh, blow up shuate is annoying so newt just doesn't like that word he's the voice of the people and uh so before we get them on the sea siren this really shows that they had no clue what to do with this episode. We get a solid minute of them watching Alexander do dives and cannonballs into the pool. We also get that viscerally intense close-up of <laughs> Alexander screaming cannonball through the window. <laughs> yeah, so he screams it through the window. He runs out and he like runs away to go do it. We hear a splash sound effect. And then Koi and Newt go outside to watch. And we don't see a pool so we don't even get the enjoyment of alexander being goofy in the pool the thrill of water yeah he's just uh he's playing marco polo he gets out he yells swan dive and then runs towards what we assume is the pool uh but it's such a a nothing scene but they're here and uh seeing alexander acting like a kid inspires them inspires newt to uh maybe be less he's like oh maybe we got to be less uptight and you know let's be think like kids and that's when we get this what'd you call it ren uh it's it's the turbo trotter (laughs) the turbo trotter which is like a uh mecha seesaw It's, it's yeah basically uh and it's so advanced that it has uh, what looks to be a PlayStation controller taped to a stick. On a third-party PlayStation controller, mind you. Okay, good. Yeah, because we don't, you know, don't want to mess with Sony here. Uh, and that's how it's controlled through this third-party PlayStation controller on a stick. Um, Corey doesn't like the idea of using the seesaw. Corey again says that he's annoyed. He shouts, this is your dumbest idea ever. Wow, Corey's a real team player. This is how he treats Newt when Mina's not around. <laughs> um, and things are about to, I guess, escalate when Newt gets off. Because Newt now feels bad, rightfully so. His best friend just told him that uh, he had dumb ideas. And he tells... Corey's like, how do I stop this thing? Newt tells him to hit the green button to stop it. Corey goes flying into the ceiling and goes full Jumanji here. (laughs) Head is in the attic and legs are sticking out of the ceiling. Uh, What do you think about this? Is this an exciting thing to see in Corey in the house? You know... When, when it was briefly when they introduced the bat. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's go there for a second. So we see uh, here the concept of a of bats possibly being in the attic. And we, is it, I don't know what the special effect is, but it's bad. But we see a bat flying around McCoy and getting him all Like a plastic out. bat. Yeah, yes. Uh, I would have been fine, Ren, if this was our boomer moment. Like, not just one bat, but a, a bunch of bats attacking Corey's head. I was hoping for, a like, a full swarm of bats coming at Corey. Yeah. No, until we get the, the dollar store bat flies through. Um, 
and is gone again. So, uh, Newt tells Corey that he looks like a leg pinata. Would this have been the perfect opportunity for Newt to start beating into Corey? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to say no. Uh, no. <laughs> but, like, Newt's the bigger at the man. same time, there's clearly conflict between these two. And that could have been another direction that the show could have taken it. <laughs> All the bats are attacking Corey. Newt beats him with his beats his with leg like, pinata. Yeah, bat, bats up top, bats down below. <laughs> All right, we got something here. Yeah, we did. Uh, that that does not happen though. Um, there's a con. So they argue. Newt and Corey also argue between whether Corey is stuck in the ceiling. Or if Corey's stuck in the floor. What's right? your take, Bryce? Uh, I believe that Corey is stuck in the ceiling. Really? Yes. I was gonna I, say I think floor. He's... Well, they started. The reason I say that is because they. It's. I look at where they started. So if they started in the attic and then you fell down, I think you'd be stuck in the floor. But because you started underneath and you went up, I think that you're stuck in the ceiling. I'm treating Corey's top half as the authoritative half. Okay. So from his perspective, he's stuck in the attic's floor. So that's how okay. I see it. Uh, that's interesting. And so you and I have this, this conflict of beliefs here. Um, <laughs> but maybe we can just accept that both uh, options are correct. What do you think about that, Red? Are you sure you don't want to get on the turbo trotter? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And so we're back to the Sunshine Girls uh, for a brief moment, and then our stories are going to merge. They, uh, they have Mina, defeated Mina. Mina is defeated in the corner with the first aid dummy. And I, my, at first I wrote, Mina looks exhausted. But for whatever reason, Mina actively says here, I'm not tired. Okay, great. So I guess... Guess there goes my note on that, but you know her, what she's saying actively goes against how she looks. Um. All right, so the Sunshine Girls are all dancing. Mina is like, like huddled with the dummy, and then she's like, "Oh, I'll make first aid fun, and that'll, you know, that'll teach him." So she gets up. Look, I brought a dance partner. She throws the first aid dummy on the ground, yells, he may have some uh, sustained some type of injury. Perhaps he needs first aid. Um, what would you have done in this situation if you saw that man fall down? Am, if I'm, but who am I in this situation? Am I a sunshine girl? You're like Bryce. A, a silent observer? You are Bryce. And I saw that man being the first aid dummy like, if I'm out at the club, which is a place I frequent often, yes, uh, and then uh, a woman and a first aid doll are dancing, and the woman throws the first aid doll on the ground and yells what Mina yelled, All I, right, would well, not, like, I, I would not well, administer first aid. I, how far away are you in the club, though? Like, are you far enough away where you know he's a dummy? Let's say it's <laughs> a distance. And you've had okay, a little so, bit to drink. I mean, you're dancing. It's a fun night. Yeah. Let him loose. So I'm okay. So I'm further away. I see uh, what I believe is a human being uh, <laughs> ragdolled down onto the ground from far away. 
and the person who the rag the the ragdolled human is with screaming that he may have sustained some type of injury perhaps he needs first aid <laughs> um i would probably approach closer i don't think i would jump in right away okay and i would then notice that it is a first aid dummy would this make uh, you mad no i don't think so why would i be mad would it make you sad I'd, I'd probably tell this story to others. So it would make you glad. Uh, do, do my emotions need to arrive? <laughs> no, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, would it make me glad? I don't think so. Uh, it would just make me, like, I would relate that to, like, a, a day on the MBTA. All right, so seeing... A fake ma- so seeing a mannequin who you believed was a man fall over is basically just being on the T. Yeah, because because right. when you're on the T, Ren, you see things that are just like that. That's true. I've seen so, three separate homeless men peeing on the orange line. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, all right. So this ragdoll situation is not going well. Sophie's upset. Mina's like, I'm not going to give you the badge unless you earn them. She gets a phone call. Corey's in trouble. So she brings everyone. That's right. Mina mobilizes the sun- mobilizes yeah. the Sunshine Girls as her yeah. private this militia. A, this is a nice learning moment. Uh, back to Corey and Newt. We get our moment with the bats that we talked about. We have to get a Rube Goldberg machine uh, that is set up in Newt's attic. The bowling ball comes at Corey. Yeah, uh, bunch of things fall falling into it and then bowling ball is coming at him uh and then bowling ball narrowly misses but like hits a something that then propels a wig onto Corey's head this is the second episode in, in a row where we've had a lady Corey joke yeah <laughs> yeah you're right last week he randomly fell into the portrait and we got got that it's to, it goes back to what you were saying, like low hanging fruit. Like the writers don't even try. They're like, yeah, this will be funny. But the thing, it's not funny. Like it's just, all right, he's wearing a wig. Um, have you so have you seen Jumanji, uh, Robin Williams? I have seen Jumanji. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his if I recall, his face gets stuck. So similar situation. Um, but like his face, Robin Williams' face is like stuck in the floor. And then there's, like, giant spiders crawling around, right? I think so. I think you're... I remember the spiders. Yeah. I think his, like, face is stuck in the ground. Or, or the ceiling, whatever you want to say. Um, as spiders, like, crawl around him. And I just think Corey's such a baby here. Like, if Robin Williams can go through that, the bowling ball and a wig is it's nothing. Uh... All right, Sunshine Girls get there. They go upstairs to check on Corey. They make fun of the wig, like we said. Corey claims Newt shot him through the floor. Uh, I watched the scene. You watched the scene, Ren. Is that what happened? Newt gave Corey the incorrect button to press. Mm -hmm. That is where his accountability ends. Yeah, I don't think it's... (sighs) I don't know. I don't think I could be mad at Newt. Like, people make mistakes. Things happen. People get, like, 
lodged into the ceilings. Uh, all right, they try to, the Sunshine Girls, uh, Mina uses this as like a teaching moment. Like, oh yeah, look at his head, see if there's any bruises or scrapes. She's like, oh, there's nothing there. Um, Corey's still not budging. And they want to put, <laughs> I just wrote, they want to put butter on Corey. Would this have been a good idea? Uh, no. How are you going to, okay. How are you going to put butter on the parts that are stuck in so, the floorboards? You grab the stick of butter yeah. and you just like jam it in between Corey's, the like as yeah. much the as you can in between stuck. his stuck parts. Yeah. Or you could like melt the butter and like pour the hot butter all around him. Yeah. I was going to say, cause then you need it to, you need to wait for it to cool down or you, you just want to pour the hot butter on him. Uh, all right. He's not budging. Mina asks Newt how it happened, and then Newt's like, "Oh, let me show you." And then he launches himself into the ceiling. <clears throat> also gets stuck. Uh, Mina learns that they didn't write a song. Ablognish. Ablognish. Does yeah? I wrote. Does Newt? Uh, Mina's like, "I'm gonna leave you two in the ceiling to work this out." talk it through again newt has no reason to apologize cory apologizes well bryce newt yeah. told cory the wrong thing after cory spent the whole day being mean to him so yeah so is is cory implying that newt intentionally launched him into the ceiling i don't think that's what cory's implying but okay. i think the episode wants us to see that I think the episode wants us to interpret what they did to each other as comparable. Yes, it definitely does. And I, as a viewer, who's as as me right now, I don't view them as comparable. As a if I was younger and not like anal- analyzing it, maybe I'd look at it as oh, like Newt should have known better. He should have known to not give Corey that button. Because as a kid, you also like Corey's also a better person just because he's the main character right yeah he's the lead he's he's who you're supposed to empathize with Mm -hmm. so yeah because you're supposed to watch this and you're like oh like Corey surrounds himself with like newt who doesn't know the difference between green and red like poor Corey. like what an idiot yeah um okay so mina leaves them alone and now they realize that after everything they've been through they can still recognize that it's a beautiful day Corey's like that's a great idea um all right here's a sentence that newt says mina grab a guitar and take off my shoes is this yeah it, it, mm. rice i just mm-hmm. i don't like that the sunshine girls are here me neither i i don't like that Corey got pants in front of all the little girls and they took a picture of his underwear. Yes. <laughs> and I don't like Mina taking off Newt's socks so he can play the guitar with his feet. It's, I, I agree. I don't know why they need to be here. I think all of that makes it... Um, like I, To be entirely honest, like as I was watching it, I had that same thought. I was like, this is uncomfortable, especially because the Sunshine Girls, for the story, 
don't need to be here. And also we don't need to pull down, because uh, I kind of skipped over that part, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. So they, um, when they first arrive, Newt's trying to show them like how stuck Corey is and pulls down Corey's pants. Um, and it's like, that doesn't need to happen. Um, it's yeah. I don't know why the writers threw it in there. I get, we see Corey in his underwear, like in pretty much every episode now, but um, yeah, that added layer is, is not great. And um, now, yeah, now Newt's playing a song on his guitar with his, Hit at first, he sh- Mina just takes off his shoes, and I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna play with the socks." And then the next shot, we see him actually playing. Uh, his socks are off, and he's, he's playing bone man feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. To that point, I did note in this episode, um, they all look so tall. Yeah, uh, it's when they're all sitting with Alexander, and Alexander is like clearly a grown adult, and they all are taller or just as tall as Alexander. Like, okay, like these, these are grown adults at this point. Um, and so Newt plays this song with the guitar and his feet. And then um, we, get, we get the two lessons, one of which you gave us already. <laughs> um, Mina asks the Sunshine Girls, what did we learn here today? All right. Uh, Sophie said, or maybe Tanisha is the one who says, I, I don't know which one. But we get, when your friend's head goes through the ceiling, you can still write a song with your feet. I mean, Solid that's, message. Sensible. What happened? Right. I don't fault that as the takeaway because that's literally what we just learned. Um, but it's incorrect somehow. It is. Mina's like, no, not, not so much. And that's when Haley gets the hero moment and says, it's fun to learn first aid even when it's learning. Ren, no one learned a damn thing. Bryce, they applied butter to the boy. They no, shot they didn't. Newt. They didn't even do that. They talked about talked applying about butter it. to the boy. They shot Newt through a ceiling. And Mina threw a first aid mannequin on the ground. It's fun to learn first aid, even when it's learning. The, the, what, like, <laughs> this conclusion is nonsense. <laughs> Had the episode gone the way it should have, Yes, this is the point that we would have arrived at, naturally. And then uh, we get to the end scene, Ren, where DC3 is now performing on the stage. We don't even find out how Corey and Nuke got out of the ceiling. But we do get these two lyrics. Uh-huh, dub-dub. Like, what? I think this was their worst song yet. I agree. It is their worst song yet. Alexander thinks that uh, it was hot, but I disagree. It was not hot. Um, yeah, so they perform their new song for a private concert of the Sunshine Girls, and we get glimpses of Alexander in the background. It's it's so bad. They sound like a Christian rock group. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> There's a reason why Corey in the House, I mean, it, it still existed for a season and a half, but they Disney never put out a Corey in the House album. Like, these songs are only available in the clips that are used in the episodes. Maybe, yeah. maybe this episode reflects the writer's room. Very possible. Of uh, a Disney exec coming to them and saying, hey listen, we like the show, but it's the same 
beats every single episode. You gotta give us something different. And instead they just launched the producers through a ceiling. Uh yeah. It is a rough ending. Um the song is done. Alexander is like, all right, you can all stay as the temporary band. Uh, he's also really sunburned. That's right. He burned himself in the <laughs> yard. He didn't so he's still, on screen. He is still at Newt's house. He spent the until sundown. The whole day until at Newt's house. Um, when, when did this episode air? Right, this episode aired in December, but it was presumably meant set in like September or something. Mm-hmm. When is sundown in September? All right. So like around 7 p.m. Okay. Or like 6.30. Yep. And we assume... So Alexander was there pretty much the whole day. Yeah, we assume he was there for uh, upwards of 12, 12 to 14 hours. Uh, Yeah. Like, where is he going to show up next? White House. Yeah. Well, it's it's so funny because this shouldn't, like, catch us off guard at all, Ren, right? No. Like, the juicer has showed up at the White House. Um, like, Raven has been able to walk into the White House. We've had different people who've just been able to uh, inexplicably show up in the White House. That doesn't shock me as much as, like thinking about just someone's private residence. <laughs> um, Alexander showing up to threaten a band of three high school students. Um, all right, so that's our episode. That's what we get. I'm pissed that we never found out how they got out of the ceiling. Because... I bet the Sunshine Girls ended up using the butter method. I, that's the only thing that we were given. So that would be it. Um, all right, Red, what was your rose? You're asking a lot out of me. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Because I might. All right. Yeah, you go first. All right. I wrote when the episode ended. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. My rose is that big close up of Alexander where he screams cannonball. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. It was intensely weird, but. <laughs> I'm choosing it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, my bud. Something I would like to see more of, and almost as like a, a uh, comedically at this point. I know we just mentioned it. Alexander showing up in places he's not supposed to. <laughs> I would like to see a scene in which uh, Corey, Newton, Mina, they're at school. Uh, they're talking in the halls about a conflict. They go into class. They sit down. Alexander is next to them. Um, and he introduces himself again, as he always does, and then threatens DC3. Just, I hope that happens. Like, uh, he's just so so wild that they've given him so much in the Cory in the House universe. But the character who we thought we'd see once has appeared over and over and over. He's enduring. We should get him on the podcast. <laughs> get it, who, JR Nutt? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if he'd want to come on. I mean, it, to be entirely honest, like, he's not a bad character, necessarily. Like, it's not him. 
it's just I don't know what his character is doing. Uh, um, he can answer. Yeah, he'd be able to uh, put us inside the mind of Alexander. He, I think he would be a reasonable get. Maybe I'll tweet at him. Yeah, let's show him some love. Yeah. Um. All right. Any thorns? Worst part of the episode. Worst part of the episode. Mm-hmm. That's tough. The conflict between Nude and Corey feels very manufactured. It's unnatural. They're not on even ground. Mm-hmm. It's not handled correctly. Just shitty storytelling. Yeah. No, it's not good. Uh, not a good episode. Yeah, my thorn, I just wrote the episode. The <laughs> whole thing wasn't fun. Um, they just need to stop. Um, they need to, to your point, like they need to stop manufacturing these storylines that are inconsistent with what we've seen and what we know about the characters. Newt is uh, unbelievably loyal. And yeah. so Corey, Corey gets annoyed with him sometimes and like, that's fine. But for that to be the supposed conflict of the episode is Newt and Corey both being annoyed with each other doesn't make any sense for who it's these people really are. Um, all right. And Ren, you and I talked about episode reviews before starting tonight, but what is it that you had to say? Bryce, TV.com's, all their show pages are down right now. I'm hoping that they come back up. I'm I'm trying to refresh my Cory in the House season two bookmark right now, (laughs) but I'm having little faith. Damn it. It's so sad. No VG Freak 8 tonight. Do you think that they would have liked the episode? I think they would have hated it. Yeah. I bet they would have been very disappointed. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, uh, and then when Newt got stuck in the ceiling, that was a part that made me not very happy. And I thought it was a bad attempt at being funny. I don't remember what happened with Mina. <laughs> the sunshine girls were there overall i give this episode a seven out of ten yeah, you know, I mean, yeah to be honest moving forward if tv.com doesn't come back up you and i could probably uh just like piece together what vg freak ate like <laughs> we said <laughs> that's very true um martinez wasn't in this episode uh there was not much revolving around the actual uh, inner workings of the White House or the government. Uh, I don't know if the Martinez rating is affected as a result of this episode. I don't think so. No. Uh, and so the the last thing that we have to do, Ren, is the episode rating. Wow. What would we rate this episode of Corey in the House? It's gonna be a low one. Yes. Uh, do you want any like a uh, like context for past episodes? Sure. So that's so in the house is our lowest rated episode yet. At what? Um, with a 1.5. Okay. Uh, we built this kitty is our second lowest rated episode combined uh, and sits at a two. I will give this episode a 1.5. Yes. Um, I I gave it the two. Okay. I gave it the two, and I don't know. 
Uh, honestly, giving it the two makes me think. Uh, I think that's so in the house probably shouldn't have been that low. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll look at that another time. So for now, I will give this episode uh, through the roof. Uh, Ren, you gave it a 1.5, and I will stick with my two. Wow. And just like that, Ren, we have made it through the roof. Our Cory in the house hot streak ended. Yeah. It really, I mean, last week was not the best episode, no. but it wasn't, wasn't a bad episode. This was a bad episode, and they need to get back on track. They had us excited and going in a good direction in the uh, the first episode of the season. And then they sent us here. But How did you feel about Rondell's direction? Not great. Uh, like I, I talked about uh, that montage that we got where they were laughing and crying and pacing. That was not a fun, like not a well-done montage. It was not well-directed. The laughing wasn't funny. The crying wasn't funny. Meh, it felt phoned in. But then again, he was also given not much to work with. So I don't want to put it all on him. Rondell has one more episode that he directs. Let's hope he can uh, bring out the big guns. That would be great. Be very good. All right. So, Ren, with that, anything else? Anything else, Corey, in the house? We have we have next week's episode, and then the week after that, we're doing a different thing, right? Yes. Okay. Um, have you touched Corey in the house? Yes. I forgot. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we can either try to get it done for uh, in, for talking about it in two weeks, or we can do um, one of the movies in two weeks. What okay. would you like to do? I'll see if I can finish the game by then. Okay. So we'll, we'll try to do the game, and then uh, we can do Minutemen and uh, whatever else we have left, whatever the ridiculous decom movies that we've committed to. <laughs> uh, we'll watch after. But. All right. So uh, if that is everything, thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we, we appreciate your support. Uh, if you're interested in subscribing to our, our newsletter, uh, you can look for a Google form on our Facebook page. You can also follow us on Twitter where we will be tweeting at JR Nut this week to try and get him on the podcast. Any support in that process would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, otherwise, we hope that you have a great rest of your week. And uh, thanks so much for, for listening. Make sure to mark your map north of the river. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Prison Red Demon's Melodic Guitar.